Welcome to Your Soul, a podcast in Soul Talk by Yaz. This is the first episode of a series where I connect and have a soul talk with complete strangers that I meet over TikTok. On this episode, I sat with Sam Ellis and talked about finding your inner truth, learning to trust your intuition, and how his ayahuasca experience changes life. May this series show you that a stranger is just a friend that we haven't met yet, and that a genuine human connection at its core is natural and universal. Sit back and enjoy, soul friend bit of my story i guess when you grow up um i would say a traditional unstable home <laughs> my pops was in and out of prison my mom was in and off the streets things like that we were moved around a lot so with I, I, in hindsight looking back in that type of environment my intuition was distorted or even forgotten or just lost you know and i didn't really know who i was and so even as a teen in my early 20s it was always um, wanting confirmation and validation from others outside of mm -hmm. myself. You know, is this okay? Is this approved? Do I have permission for this and things like that? And now that I'm in my thirties and really after doing ayahuasca and DMT and being on that type of journey, I've realized like, oh, I've known what to do this entire time. I've just been afraid of my own intuition, you know? Being in community has always found me wanting permission from the community to show up the way that I want to show up. And I've realized now, I'm like, if I just show up the way that I am, my community will find me and my community will, you know, uh, in a sense, show up for me and not me having to show up for them type of stuff. So mm -hmm. you were saying right now about how you kind of had like this experience, you know, throughout your childhood and going into your 20s, how you didn't believe in your own intuition. Like that gave me goosebumps because for me, I mean, I am 24. So I'm okay. kind of like at the cusp of like getting to 25, you know, the middle of the 20s and stuff like that. And I have felt like from my childhood, I always had the same situation where when I had to ask a question or ask somebody else, like I would stand there and think in my head a million times, how do I ask this? How do I come off? You know, how do I show myself? And like, I don't want to be like rejected or, you know, and I always wanted that validation as well. And because I had that experience now, as I've gotten older, I have that same situation where I'm starting to remember that my intuition is my truth, that I can believe it, that I can lean into it. It's not that fear of that validation of trying to find comfort, of trying to find security, you know? And like you said, when you go through trauma, whatever that may be at a young age, it really just towards your idea of how much you trust yourself, how much you believe yourself in yourself. So I, I completely resonated with that. And like you said, we're in completely different worlds, but everything you just said, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, And that's the amazing part of it. But I also was interested about your experience with ayahuasca. That's something that I myself am very interested in. I have not tried it, yeah. right? Um, sure. If it's something you're down to talk about, I would love yeah. to like pick your brain about it. Yeah, let's, let's do it for sure. Um, to lead into that, I'll, I'll go off of what you're saying. I think in community, uh, we're told that we need permission and approval to validate our being and showing up. <clears throat> so we're told that in child rearing, um, we're going to be, I guess, uh, uh, integrated with other people's truths mm -hmm. to be able to show up. And part of that is like schooling go to school, yeah. get good grades, sit down, dress like this, don't dress like that. You can't have tattoos, you can't, you know, all, and that's what I went through. So I'm 37, I was in an era where tattoos, and it still is, the city that I live in is a bit taboo. And it could determine if you got a job or not. It could determine if you got kicked out of school or not and things like that. So we're, we spend all our, you know, 18 years, 19 years learning what other people are telling us 
uh, about how to show up only to be like confused about how I want to show up. So mm-hmm. for me, the last 18 years, the first 18 years was other people's programming, whatever that was. The next 18 years after that was me unlearning everything. Unlearning. That's almost harder is to unlearn oh, it. Get it out exactly, of your head. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And all the beliefs and the things that I thought of or I thought who I was weren't even true. And mm-hmm. I looked back and I was like, oh, my gut feeling. So I had to learn about my gut feeling. I had to learn about my intuition. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that the, you know, the universe whispers and God is there all the time and divine timing and all these mm-hmm terms that weren't even part of my vocabulary and my child rearing. So even the person I am today and the words that I use today and the way that I communicate is not Sam in this distorted environment about the way the world works. So the, the way I got to that was ayahuasca. So for me, I'm not an, I'm not, I'm going to say this, I'm not an advocate of ayahuasca, meaning I don't go around promoting it, marketing it, encouraging people to do that. I think it's a divine, um, it's a calling you have to feel called yourself to do it Mm -hmm. very good word yeah so it's a calling so for me ayahuasca wasn't in my vocabulary five Mm -hmm. years ago and i don't even know how it came about but somehow in my journey so the last five years i've been coaching and consulting small business owners or entrepreneurs you know if they want to grow and expand their business Mm -hmm. they want to grow and expand their brand things like that and in one of these um situations it was a group of doctors that hired me to go out to costa rica because they were going to start doing retreats and they wanted me to help with the marketing side the sales side all that thing and um we i showed up and they were like well we have an ayahuasca ceremony planned and i was like and they're like do you do you want it do you want to you know participate and it was immediate i was like yep and i don't even know where that came from because here I am in a foreign land, somewhere I've never been to. We're hiking up to the mountains in this big old temple and doing this, you know, quote unquote, uh, however you want to call it, medicine that I've never heard about. Wow. And I just felt at peace. And I wow. felt like, mm-hmm. oh, this, this is a calling, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. And the entire time, so if, if you've heard a little bit about ayahuasca, you've heard that um, every cup, you have a different trip. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, an hour trip you drink like four or five and each one is and then each person and each time you know it's something different that they say mother ayahuasca wants to show you or teach you or yeah. make you aware of so for me the first time um was she told me hey i'm going to have you do things in this ceremony this 10-hour ceremony that are gonna look silly and you're even gonna think that they're going to look silly or that they don't make any sense. And I want you to do it no matter what. So the entire time there was this voice in my head that was like, stand up, sit down, like every two minutes, every three minutes, Uh go to the fire, raise your right hand, raise your left hand, cross your hands, start singing, start, you know, close your eyes, start yelling, go outside. And it was this whole, like for 10 hours, she was just, do this, do that. And I was just like, what is it? And I didn't question it. There's just going to be an integration process. I will say mm-hmm. that with ayahuasca, you're going to be something different than you, you than what you were before you uh, drank the medicine. And what that means is when you come back to reality, you're not coming back to the same reality. After ayahuasca, I needed three months to let it sink in. 
Wow. And mm-hmm. instead, I was just thrown right back into society. Into so my anxiety kind of went up a little bit mm-hmm. because here I am, a new person, a new being, actually. I mean, everything about me is different, mm-hmm. but I'm showing up to the same world. Mm-hmm. So there's this pushback, you know, like a magnet is uh, pushing each other away or whatever. And I realized, oh, it's because I didn't give my time to integrate into this new ecosystem, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a whole new world within yourself. And you have to figure out how do I show up now in this world that was created out of my control, literally. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I, I, so I say we need at least three months for ayahuasca. DMT, mm-hmm. we can talk about that if you want to. You need a year. To, it took me a year to come off of DMT. Like it was so much revelations, so wow. much information, so much downloads. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just sat for a year, just like trying to process everything, you know, but um, that's intense. Like even just trying to even like think about that. And like you said, it's kind of like with this kind of medicine or these kinds of like hallucinogenics and stuff like that. It's like you really have to feel that 100 percent internal call to just do it, because like you said, there are so many things that happen afterwards that if you're not prepared for it, you can really get yourself in a situation where, you know, you're more in like a a backwards and that's okay you know it's part of the process but like you said maybe having the correct guidance after that in the correct community and the correct safety and learning and guidance like it'll maybe be easier for people but i can only imagine as you said your experience was kind of like oh i'm plopped back to reality what do i do now you know i'm I'm only lucky that i had uh 15 years of personal development before this so i was able to um navigate it if that makes sense so after my ayahuasca though it wasn't until like the third day that i realized what she was doing and mother ayahuasca uh, told me she's like you've been doing personal development for 15 years that you have so many voices in your head you forgot your own intuition and for me i was like oh damn because i thought that was the way i thought i was supposed to read books i thought i was supposed to listen to other people who are better positions than me or further in the journey in me things like that And she told me, she was like, you've known what to do since birth. You came here with your truths and you've been trying to adopt other people's truths to build your life. And that's what's happening. She's like, I needed you to get back to Sam, get back to your own intuition and get back to your own truth. So now some of the things that I do are exactly like that ceremony. Why is Sam raising his left hand in the middle of a crowd type stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Why is he going that way? Why does he do that? Where is he going now? What? Because I have five sisters. My parents are still alive, things like that. So I'm like the black sheep, I guess you could say, the person who Mm -hmm. is just kind of like all (laughs) over the place, follows spirit, things like that. I think for them, um, it's about immediate results and it's about the ecosystem we live in. So if Sam doesn't have a house if Sam doesn't have a traditional job, if Sam, you know, if it doesn't look like this, there must be something wrong. He must, he must be on drugs, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's like, that's a common, I, I feel like, like you said, when you're someone that's more like on a spiritual path that is following that calling, it is very common for families to be like yo what are you doing like where's where's the money where's the nine to five where's this where that because in their minds that is what success quote unquote is is that you have a house you have a nine to five so it's like you said a lot of our family and that's totally okay because we love them but a lot of our family are still in that mindset of 
just how society operates and that's okay because that's their reality but if you're someone that's more inclined to a higher calling your path is never going to seem normal to them it will never seem that way and i know for myself i actually saw that from a very young age because the way the the world works right i believe that I was destined to be in the family that I'm in because I was actually adopted. And mm -hmm. in the family that I'm in, my cousin is actually a spiritual healer. He's a shaman. And I wow. think to myself, what were the chances that I would need this spiritual guidance, that I would need this, and that life gave me a cousin that has immersed himself into this life, who is on that spiritual calling, who is a spiritual healer. And I'm so thankful for him. Shout out to him if he hears this, but I'm so thankful for him because he introduced me to the own power of your mind, of listening to your intuition of doing that inner healing that trauma work and i did a session with him that was literally like hours but i had no ayahuasca you know i had no kind of stimulants or nothing like that it was simply through his guidance and my own meditation that i was able to see a vision of myself as the age that i am now going back to how i was as a baby picking myself up and saying you are going to be safe i'm going to take care of you then walking over to another age where i had a trauma at eight at age eight, I held her by the hand with baby myself and we walked forward to the next trauma, to the next trauma until we all met up at the age that I am now and said, we're gonna do this. And I had that vision out of my own inner work, out of my own mental meditation and listening to him guiding me in the, re in the right direction to see this vision. And I think to myself, I had this vision, no stimulants, like, I mean, not stimulants, but I had this vision with no medicine, let's just say from, you know, mother or source. And I just think if I did that, what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, I would see how the universe works and back and forth, you know, but it's just so beautiful because as you're saying, like your experience gave you a message from the universe and from, you know, source that you needed to follow your intuition. And it's so amazing to see that we have so many opportunities as humans to find more of our real truth, but it takes that dedication of doing, let's just say, trying out ayahuasca or going to a spiritual healer that will help you listen to your own calling. And it's just so beautiful also to hear your experience and what that was like, because again, to someone that maybe not might not know ayahuasca, they'd be like, wait, what do you mean you take something and you start moving and you start doing this? And I'm like, that's what happens. You know, I've, I've seen so many documentaries and, you know, watched so many videos and heard from other people who have done it. And, you know, I've heard how some people purge, you know, some people cry for hours, some people scream, like you said, some people dance and move around. And it's so beautiful because I feel like in those moments, and you can tell me if this is your experience, that it's like, you have no choice but to basically do what's going on in your reality, you know, yeah. right? Like, is that how it is? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a very good observation. No, it is. So meaning, do you mean like, you're not paying attention to anybody else? Yeah, like for you, was it, and this again, cause I, I've never done it. I've only like seen a lot of material on it and tried to learn about it. Like from what I've seen, is it that like when you're taking it and you're already in the experience, there's no out of it. You know, yeah, like you yeah. are there, like you have to do what you're feeling inside or like you said, what you were hearing, you did it and you had no other option but to do it, you know? Sure. No, exactly. It becomes, as you're saying it, uh, I'm realizing it, you, you either just like in life, you either flow into your intuition or you meet friction, if not. 
right? The times that you haven't followed your intuition, you either got more anxiety or you got more doubt or more fear. And, and, and you know, there's, uh, the uh, environment around you was a little bit chaotic. So you weren't, again, you weren't able to integrate yourself into the actual, into the scenario. So you either isolate and be, you know, have analysis paralysis, you just sit there, you do nothing, like absolutely nothing, or you flow into it. So for me, as you're saying that is, it's a, it's a, it was an image of, of um, the world we live in, meaning, you know, there was 14 other people around me. This person's crying, this person's yelling, this person's uh, purging, this person's, uh, you know, screaming, singing, things like that. And in <clears throat> today's context, what we're in a sense initially showed or taught is, oh, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? We're, and we're and we're pointing and we're looking and we're not even paying attention to what Mother Ayahuasca is trying to tell us to do in our intuition, right? So if I'm if I'm focusing on them and looking at them, well then I'm not even focusing on me or doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So as you said that, I was like, oh man, that's exactly what happened. I had to buy in completely who I was in that moment and not care, and, and in normal sense, not care what anybody thinks, but. Um, just fully embody who I am, no matter how quote unquote silly or ridiculous it looked based on the programming that society told me, right? Yeah. Society says raising my hand randomly, things like that is ridiculous, but I wasn't there when we voted on that. You know, that's, that's how I say it. Yeah. And that's, I do that often when, mm -hmm. you know, we go, there's a lot of conversations you can, you can have in general, right? Just about the ecosystem. And I, and finally I had to realize, I'm like, I don't know. I showed up and this was all here. It taught me, you know, coming back now into reality is like, Sam, do you and everything's going to be OK. And so I saw that we are everything we are at birth and we we have everything we need at birth, which is our intuition. And we can go down that route, which is the Holy Spirit or whatever else you want to call it. Like my truth is not your truth and your truth is not my truth. And I've spent, I spent a lot of time, and I think this is the toxic side of personal development. Personal development is we spend a lot of time wanting to adopt other people's truths. <clears throat> and it's just not going to work. Now, I can, I can listen to someone to be inspired, but I don't want to adopt their truth. Like your cousin. It was a fine line. Yeah. It was a very fine line for sure. Um, like your cousin, he is the medicine. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, you he, he is the activation for people and I'm the activation for, for people and you're going to be an activation for people, right? Mm -hmm. By your truth, by showing up as your truth. Mm -hmm. So kind of like, you know, ayahuasca is a very pure medicine. It's, it's not messed with. It's not, it's pure. When we show up in our purest form, we're going to be able to do that for other people as well. I, I love that you said I pull orgo cards because I'm trying to find my tribe. I'm trying to find my vibes. Like, man, where's everybody at? You know? Yeah. And hopefully like people who are listening, to this are going to realize there's more people like us that are all into this stuff than we believe. It's just yeah. a matter of showing up as ourselves, like you were saying. And I also had this fear when I first started like putting my content on TikTok. I was like, you know, I am really going to make this channel and like just be myself. Like I'm going to be myself. The way that I come off is me. That is my personality and like you said at the beginning you said something about how like if I show up as myself my tribe is gonna follow me I can't be looking and trying to get into that tribe get into it get into it and I think that's so beautiful because I also realized the moment I decided to just make a call the tribe listened the right people came and like you came someone who understands this level and like has these experiences and I know everyone's gonna come with a different experience and that's beautiful but it just 
is so amazing to see that you're totally right. When you make the call from your true self, the true ones are gonna answer. You know, I mean, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we're building this. Yeah, I was like, we're building this community like for real. And and like I said, it's just an amazing thing to see. And I also think it's great that you also said that a lot of us are kind of like in the middle of old wisdom and new wisdom, because that's how I felt where it's like I had this childhood where I still wasn't full on electronics you know, and then I grew up and it started becoming more mainstream and stuff like that. And it starts to take away from the human experience. But because I had that upbringing and I have some of that like old mentality of how to grow up, all of those like teaching you how to be, this is what you do. This is who you are. And I started coming in and realizing, finding my truth on learning. Like you said, we're almost doing it a bit younger. And how is that going to be for our future, you know, to align with our purpose and move forward in society? And like you said, uncovering truth and no longer living under a rock, because that's how I felt for a long time, just listening to everyone. And I, for example, went to college for a year. It wasn't for me. I think I always had a feeling that I shouldn't have done it, but I was listening to everyone say, no, you have to go to college. You are so talented. You this, you that, like, don't lose your, you know, your, I don't know, your opportunity and that's how I felt and so I listened and I did it within a year I started getting horrible panic attacks because it wasn't the place for me I dropped out unfortunately have debt from that and now I just think if I would have listened to my intuition I would have known that I was going to be okay without it you know that I was destined for something different for voice for connection for sharing for building a platform for whatever that may be you know um but sometimes i yeah i wish that intuition was found sooner and it's okay it's a process you know it's a process but i think it's beautiful what you were saying that like we're starting to like lean into our truths for sure you guys are leading the way and redefining what it is to be human for the next 200 to 300 years i think that's why it seems so difficult to step mm -hmm. into the the shift is here it's already here whether we realize oh, yeah. Right. We can yep. go into the Aquarian age, you know, concept, things like mm -hmm. that. But you guys are um, are showing us what it what it is to be human again and what it is mm -hmm. to be human in this era. I mean, it's hard for me. I've, I've I've been a speaker. I've spoken in front of people. I've done all kinds of presentations, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm afraid to show up on TikTok. Mm -hmm still you know just because of that shift i'm like man what i don't know how to show up i don't know things like that like for you guys it, it does seem like you're just shedding this old skin this old way of being it's something big like you know this entrepreneurship this thing like no job this work from home this remote this i am my brand i am the one you know the the income producer or whatever i don't have to go and trade you know all those things it's just in something new for everybody. So, and I'm yeah. just excited for myself and excited that like you stepping into it just helps us even more. Yeah. And I think the key is there what you said that it's like, you know, unfortunately, yes, we all went through this quarantine, this big, you know, huge world event where the whole world stopped. And there's a lot of pain and like fear that came from that. But I also want to focus on what you said, because it's a direct product of it is that what that did was that it forced so many of us to go inside and see who am I? What value do I give to the world? How am I going to show up as myself? Because at the end of the day, now we really know and the world forced us to look inside and say, what are you doing? 
And I think that that was the gift that we got out of like that pain and that fear was now, how are we going to show up? How are we going to move forward? How are we moving into what you said, this new age of understanding, of knowing, of moving forward and creating, like you said, the new generation of maybe being awoken at a younger age, being more aware of the truth of the world, of how to build a better society, of how to connect with others and have more of these conversations. This is weird to a lot of people. Some people would say, how the hell would you get on TikTok and be like, I want to talk to a stranger and just see what happens? Like people would think I'm absurd, you know, but the people who understand that there's meaning and connection, there is so many of us. And I also hope for anyone listening, like, to have that certainty that listening to your gut and doing it and follow your intuition is the way to go and just go for it. Intuition, if anybody, if you could take anything out of this conversation, whoever's listening, um, I would want you to take away that your gut feeling and your intuition is all the knowing that you ever need. Just step into it and your intuition is going to, it's going to, all that, we're all, all this is already here. All the information mm-hmm. is already there. All the opportunities, possibility, you know, everything exists already. We just need to access it and it can't find us if we're not our true self. I started off because of my child rearing and my environment in the negative, meaning there was going to be had, I was, there's going to have to, there's going to be more for me to learn just to get out of the hole. And I feel like the last 18 years was just me getting to the finally, I'm finally at the ground level. Like, all right, all right, now I can build something. <laughs> yeah. What do I do? How do I build it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think now the universe and God is like, I see him. I see him go, 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 right? And it's that time that I think we're all living in. So if we're trying to take a direction that our higher self knows we're not going to take, it's going to be like shut door immediately. Yeah, your body is like, oh, hell no, that's not for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like intense and heightened today. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad because now, in a sense, I don't have to be that for people, you know? Mm universe is going to do it for them. And I think it's just a great time. Like, so if you're listening to this and that's happening to you, well, that's what's happening is you're trying to step into a role that you're not destined for, or it's not your truth. So don't beat yourself down about a closed door or, you know, what other people are saying about what you should or should not be doing. Even if today, like just a quick example, even if today, literally today, you're listening to this and you're like, I just want to lay down the whole day. We'll do it. Down yeah, day. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of what I teach people in my coaching is breakdowns are part of the process. Mm-hmm. And in life, the best breakthroughs that we've had come from the worst breakdowns. Yeah. So you can either integrate breakdowns, which is, I think we're uh, shifting into the energy. So mm-hmm. before God in the universe orchestrated those for us we didn't know we needed to have those breakdowns so that we could step into the next level and they would happen and then we would be grateful like you said with the pandemic now in hindsight it was a gift right yeah but what if we could force those breakdowns and integrate them and be in control of them i would get to the point of of my highest potential faster and that's what i teach people is Mm -hmm. integrate a breakdown in every single week into your life and watch Mm -hmm. what happens and so mm. I, that's what I try to do. So if I'm having whatever situation, if like if today I don't want to do anything, what I'll just do nothing, turn my phone off, you know, mm. meditate, things like that and force myself like to go within and have this breakdown so that I can come out with the breakthrough. So you can come out fresher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come out fresher. Yeah. So like ayahuasca, even your cousin share, like those are orchestrated things that, you know, um, the universe can call you into, but mm-hmm. you call into your into your you can call into your being your own breakdowns if you want yeah and it can be done at home like you said it's as simple as saying you know what 
I feel like everything's starting to bubble and it's starting to get overwhelming. How do I do it now before I get over the edge and find like that balance of like, yeah, like you said, let me have a, I've heard this term that's like, let me have a controlled tantrum, you know, let me have a controlled episode where it's like, yes, let me feel it. Let me go into it. Let me listen. But then what happens after that is what is it trying to tell me? And that's where you said like the integration part happens of what do I do? And something that you said about how, you know, sometimes we have to go to the lowest low. I was listening to something before that said, you know, sometimes in life we get put in our lowest low to the lowest hole possible because we are ready to be catapulted into the highest high. And it's like having that hope of knowing if I am put into a deep hole, it is because life is preparing to give me the biggest blessing and I need to be ready from it. So what can I learn from this hole and how can I like pull out of it and give yourself time? Like you said, if you need to lay down today, do it. If you need to do something else to like release it and not participate in society, it's okay. Don't hold shame on yourself because that's a big part of it. Like not holding shame when you need a break as well, like from society. For sure. Even if it's years, I sat still for three years. And I needed that, to, you know, that breakdown because I and, and you, you know this in our ecosystem, we think the journey is a straight is linear and we think we're going to lose time or waste time. That doesn't exist. To listen and watch Sam and I's full conversation, please subscribe and follow my YouTube, Your Soul. Thank you for listening. I am eternally grateful that you are here. If you would like to participate in an episode, please visit my Instagram, ya.soultalk, and click the link in the bio to fill out the Google form to be on the podcast. Thank you so much, soul friend. Until next time.